0: From Happy Cat Studios in Indianapolis, Indiana, it's time once again for the Rick's Rambles podcast. It is November the 13th, 2023. Let's get right into our fun facts of the week. Fun facts. Well, Thanksgiving is almost here, and one of the time-honored traditions for many families is sitting down and watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on Thanksgiving morning. That's what our fun facts are all about this week. Twelve fun facts about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Number one, it began as a veritable zoo. The first couple of years of the parade, from 1924 to 26, saw handlers marching the route with animals borrowed from the Central Park Zoo. Draped in Macy's promotional pennants, elephants, donkeys, tigers, camels, and bears were paraded down the streets of New York City for the crowd's enjoyment. However, not everyone was a fan. In 1927, Macy's decided to replace the creatures with oversized balloon versions because, imagine this, the live animals scared the children too much. Speaking of balloons, number two, the balloons have been around since 1927. Today we marvel at the larger-than-life Spider-Man, Big Bird, and Minions, but the first ever character balloon was Felix the Cat in 1927. Not only was he the first balloon representing a popular movie character, but also one of the first oversized balloons in the parade's history. Also in that inaugural group, a dragon, an elephant, and a toy soldier. And although Felix has returned a few times since his early debut, the character who has appeared the most is Snoopy, who has been in a total of 40 parades since 1968. Number three, this is fascinating. In the beginning, handlers would just let the balloons fly away after the parade ended. With no plans to deflate the balloons at the finish of the parade, handlers from 27 to 32 would just let them fly away in the air after the parade. In the first year of their airborne release, however, The balloons quickly popped after floating high enough due to atmospheric pressure. They were not designed to withstand high altitudes. Then they were designed to withstand them, and they went a long way. Which leads us to number four there was a race to capture the free floating balloons. Once the balloons were redesigned, they were printed with a return address, and the race to discover the moving balloons was on. From 1928 to the mid-1930s, if you found a balloon and returned it to Macy's, you would receive a $100 reward. That was a lot of money. Well, what caused them to stop releasing the balloons into the wild, as it were? Well, it was an airplane's close call. In 1932, An aviation student spotted a tomcat balloon floating at 5,000 feet. Instead of avoiding the balloon, the student rammed the plane into the cat's neck, getting it caught on the wing and sending the plane careening towards land. Thankfully, the instructor was able to take control of the plane at the last moment, saving them both. After the incident, Macy's made the call to stop the popular balloon races. Well, as can be imagined, those balloons use a lot of helium. How much? Macy's is the number two consumer of helium in the entire world. Large balloons take about 12,000 cubic feet of helium. Who is the largest consumer of helium? Well, it's the United States government. Well, in 1958, there was a helium shortage. That year, there was a strong possibility that the parade would have no balloons at all. Fortunately, the parade's organizers came with an idea to fill the balloons with regular air and then hang them from large cranes that slowly towed them Around the route. Well, as you can imagine, inflating those balloons is quite the process. Each large balloon needs about two hours to be inflated. They only take about 15 minutes to deflate. Well, lots of things were canceled during World War II. From 1942 to 1942, due to the war effort, Macy's canceled the parade. Well, there are balloon handlers, but there is one person that is in charge of making sure the balloons go where they're supposed to go. They are called the balloon pilot. And the ropes that the handlers hold? They've got an interesting name too. They are called the bones of the balloon. And lastly, balloons are purposely designed to fit through the Lincoln Tunnel. Each balloon is designed and stored in the Macy's Parade Studio in New Jersey. They are specifically measured to fit through the Lincoln Tunnel. There you have it. A few fun facts as we prepare for Thanksgiving about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. What's the secret to a long, happy life? Well, we all wish we knew that, and the fact is, it may be much simpler than we think it is. In this week's good news story, we're going to take a look at three friends all over the age of 100 and find out what their secrets are. Three friends over 100 years old each in Britain have revealed their secret to a long life, which, for at least one, involves keeping a boy toy around. Daisy, 103, Irene, 101, and Phyllis, 103, say they still laugh and enjoy every day to the fullest every single day. Each woman has lived through their share of triumph and hardships, world wars, loves gained, and loves lost. The three pals, they all live in the same senior care home, and have never shared their advice on how to live for a century, including staying active, happy, treasuring family, fresh air, and spending time in nature. Daisy Taylor, who turns 104 this month, said she makes the most of every day and loves having her large family around to help her do this. We all meet. We enjoy life. I look forward to it. I live life to the fullest. I'm always on the go. I don't like sitting around. Sitting in a chair is not my scene, really. Uh, Sometimes I have to do that because I'm old and sometimes I'm tired, but I like to move as much as possible. She has two daughters, one son, 10 grandchildren, and 23 great-grandchildren, and she loves all the activities. The staff at their senior care center say Daisy and Phyllis are the oldest people to attend their movement to music classes and are able to participate fully. Yoga, dancing, cycling. I've always been to the exercise classes, and mixing with people is a nice thing. Daisy's husband, she was married to him for 39 years and he passed away when he was only 60. But she now says, I have a boy toy in another nursing home. He's 96. Irene Rankin, who has always loved being outdoors, describes herself as easygoing, who gets on well with just about everybody and everything. I like to be in the fresh air along the seashore in nature. I love walking. The animals and plants have always taken my fancy because they are living creatures and kin to us. Irene worked in machines in an upholstery factory and has always thrown herself into hobbies and things that make her happy. She says, perhaps my secret is, I really haven't found much that I don't like. Captain of her school swimming team, Irene has always loved swimming and diving, cooking and gardening. But the Doris Day fan says one of her biggest loves in life is music. I love music, and I especially love our dance classes. I like to sing in my own way. Music always brings back such lovely memories, and I thoroughly enjoy it. Dancing, laughter, and joining in, those are the three rules that I live by. Their third pal, Phyllis, she loves knitting, and at 103 years old, she is teaching classes on how to knit. Much like her two friends, Phyllis has always been active and cannot stand just sitting around doing nothing. The mother of two from East London met her first husband at 18, but he passed away shortly after their wedding, after leaving the country to fight in the war. Phyllis raised her daughter on her own for several years before meeting Charles, who she endearingly called Red. I was happily married for 73 years, and one of my greatest achievements was finding love again with Red. She was not only a mother who worked in many different fields, including running a laundry and ending up as a salesperson, she started her salesperson's career when she was 80 years old. This grandmother of three says living and eating healthy is very important. I used to tell my kids they must eat their greens, but mostly what keeps me young and what keeps me healthy are two things, being with family and staying active. Phyllis says if she could give advice on how to live a long and happy life, it would be this, always be kind and optimistic. A positive attitude is the key to a long, happy life. I love this story. It's so simple. Want to live long and happy? Be happy. Be optimistic. Stay busy. I so appreciate all of you coming along on this journey with me to try to make the world a little more positive place. And don't forget... My journey into making the world a more positive place doesn't end with the podcast. It kind of begins here, but you can find Rick's Ramble spreading positivity on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And I hope you'll follow along on those platforms for unique content on all of those platforms. If you'd like to support what I do, the easiest thing to do is simply share it on your own social media and let folks know what you're listening to. If you'd like to support financially, I've partnered with a company named MyFollow. It's a company that sells wildlife tracking bracelets, and they support wildlife conservation and positive content on the Internet. These bracelets are amazing. I'll put a link in the show notes, and you can purchase one for yourself. Also, if you'd like to do something, you can just buy me a cup of coffee, and I will put a link there also. Once again, I appreciate you being a part of my journey. Can you believe it? It's almost time to go Christmas shopping, right? Well, we're going to go back 50 years to 1973 in a nostalgia segment and look at the top 10 selling toys of the Christmas season of 1973. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, the Nerf Ball launched in 1970. I've never had a Nerf Ball. Maybe I should get one and play with it. Number two, Weebles. I remember Weebles. Weebles wobble, but we don't fall down. Skateboard. Well, you know, I'm a pretty clumsy guy. The skateboard, eh, I've never had one and really have no desire for one. But number four is one I remember fondly the Evil Knievel Stunt Cycle. Who remembers that? You wound it up and it took off. I loved that thing. Up next, the Magna Doodle, which was kind of a, a little bit like an etch a sketch, but not really because you used a stylus to draw on it. I loved the Magna Doodle. For some reason, I thought that this was the 80s, but it actually came out in 1975, the Pet Rock. And my good friend Richard Prop still has his original Pet Rock. He jokingly, or maybe not so jokingly, says it's the only pet he's been able to keep alive. 1974, I didn't realize it was this year, Pong was released. Who remembers Pong? And then comes Stretch Armstrong. Who else had a Stretch Armstrong? And who else cut it open to see what was inside of it? Micro knots was the next one. And rounding out the list, Mattel electronic football and baseball games, those little square handheld games. The number one toys for Christmas 50 years ago. it's time for our special days for this week today monday the 13th is actors day national bread pudding day sadie hawkins day and it's national start a rumor day tuesday the 14th international girls day national teddy bear day national pickle day and national spicy guacamole day boy howdy that sounds good wednesday the 15th america recycles day Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day, and it's National Raisin Brand Day. Thursday the 16th, National Button Day, National Fast Food Day, and it's the Great American Smokeout. Friday the 17th, Electronic Greeting Card Day, National Homemade Bread Day, National Baklava Day, that's National Butter Day. Saturday the 18th, Apple Cider Day, National Mickey Mouse Day, and it's William Tell Day. We'll wrap up the week on Sunday the 19th with International Men's Day. National Macchiato Day, and it's Play Monopoly Day. That's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of the Rick's Rambles podcast. I hope you have enjoyed the show. I've sure enjoyed putting it together. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me today. Please take a moment, share it on your social media, let folks know what you're listening to. Until next week, be kind to as many people as you can, as often as you can. We'll start right now, and we'll make the world a better place.